Welcome to the most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Featuring at least three different books every week. Starring Martha Steele. The weirder the book, the better. Vonnie Golden. Historical fiction with a side of trauma porn. Keith Steigert. Reading the books your mother warned you about. Megan Runyon, reading YA, and whatever her current fixation is. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls. Megan comes in the door tonight. <laughs> She's wearing a fucking hobbit cape. I sure am. And I mean like a, a real ass hobbit cape with the little um, leaves that connects yeah. the front. Is that a, like a true no, I got it at the Hobbit Cape. No, I got it at the Ohio Renaissance Festival a hundred years ago, um, when the Hobbit movies were coming out. Oh, um, okay. Because wanted... that's exactly what it looks like. It's green, yes. and it has the little leaf connectors. Those things the are awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, and when I got it, it was the one I really wanted was orange. And it had like brown embroidery, but it was like $200 at more because of all the hand, because she like hand embroidered it. You know, Renaissance festivals are so fun. Man, I I love love Renaissance festivals. Well, and there was like that, the green one that I got, or there was a red one. And I didn't want the red one because I didn't want everyone to call me Little Red Riding Hood. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. So I got the green. And now you look like a hobbit. And now I look, but, but Taylor Swift uses a green cape in her era's tour so now i can remember with the globes so she can pretend to be so i can reenact taylor swift she does yeah. you know guys i've seen her do it i've seen megan pretend to be fucking <laughs> taylor swift when she doesn't think anybody's watching she like totally turns that shit on i know the choreography what the do you little think girl that- next to me did it too it's fine what do you think is on her only fan page Megan pretending to be Taylor on Swift. My only, on I don't have fans an OnlyFans. <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. No, I would not. I would have a better OnlyFans. What would you have? Is Just your Megan fans? in her green cape pretending to be. <laughs> I could do that on TikTok Taylor and Swift. get paid and be less creepy. <laughs> only your cape on TikTok. Oh, I think maybe there might be some no, rules. No, that's true. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do, disgrace my my cloak like that. <laughs> Oh, come Somebody on. Somebody might like it. Megan. No. No. Make a little side hustle money. No, I don't need the side hustle money that bad. Hey, hey <laughs> did you see the news? It, this is actually on Fox News, the local Fox News channel. Why were you Oak, watching Fox? Oak, I wasn't. The girl who does the socials for Kiss sent me a message because it was on one of the channels I don't watch. Of course, I don't watch Fox. Somebody in Moore took a drone and put sex toys up on oh i did see that like the on walmart stoplights and at walmart and a bunch of different places so there's sex toys all over more right now i love that <laughs> it's kind of like a and, and i was like what is it scavenger you hunt you couldn't yeah. tell what they were because they blurred them out on television oh of course of course so well, you just get these pictures of this blurred out thing and you're like i, I you can't even tell what it is well, I think I'm going to have to go get that tall ladder from my mom's house tomorrow when I'm out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I go did do see some it. rescuing. It's rescue like, those toys. Right. I mean, I am all about the rescues. <laughs> Maybe it was one of the fraternities <laughs> at OU. Could have been. Yeah, I don't know. That big it. black dildo needs a home. <laughs> 
Maybe they were just like, hey, you know what? We can't do it in Norman. We'll get caught quicker if we go to Moore. Right. If we go to Moore, nobody will know it was us. Yeah. Might take them a minute. Might take them just an extra minute instead of going to the they Target. They know it was done with drones, though. No, I think it's a really big piece of bird poop. Yeah. It's a bird nest. It's a bird without wings. Vibrating. <laughs> Oh, I guarantee you. One of the fraternities is getting a kick out of that. That had to have been a fraternity. Prank. I don't know, but I laughed so hard, especially because that was on the Fox News station. That's funny. It the was Fox a slow news. news day, I guess. Yeah. God, it's been a slow news day for a while it over been, here. But it's okay. Not Monday. My gosh, I woke up and there was freaking four o'clock in the morning. There was already three jackknife. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. That, that Tuesday. 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 There was a lot of wrecks that day. That's what I meant. Tuesday. Yeah. You know why it, did, it snowed that day? Because my dumbass did not take my laptop home uh, from work, and I meant to, so that in case it was bad, I could work from home. But it was done in like five minutes. I, it just it took me a while to get to work, but then it cleared. But so to this weekend, I remember to bring my laptop home. So because it's supposed to do it because again it's supposed Monday. to do it again on Sunday night and a Monday. Well, it was a big nothing burger uh, this morning because there were supposed yes. to be bad roads this morning, and it was supposed to snow, and there was nothing. absolutely nothing. Keith, do you have snow up there? Is it snowing in your, or is it rain up there still? It's icing right now. Ugh. That's worse than snow. Yeah, it was not. I just had to go out to get one of Megan's friends. It was not cool. No, I. No one can drive in ice. I don't care how good of a driver you think you are. You're not on ice because no one can drive on ice. And it doesn't matter if you have four wheel drive or not. Your tires are still going to slip, whether it's yeah. two or four. Yeah, you don't have four wheel <laughs> stop. No. As I always say. Mm-hmm. But You're yeah. so soft. Oh, I was like, what's happening? I love having Echo. I wondered why Martha was caressing my leg a minute ago. We should have known it was Echo. <laughs> so soft. Hey, are you cheating? He's so soft. Are you cheating on me, Echo, with Martha? She is. He's letting me pat her. I'm, I'm upset. It's because I don't have on black pants tonight, so she's not trying to get her white fur all over me. That, that's it. <laughs> she's like, ah, that's no fun. You know, and Echo always gets so excited. She knows when it's podcast night. She genuinely likes coming up here. She loves it. She when I don't feed her right when I walk in the door and I just let her outside first, <laughs> she goes crazy and is doing circles. And then I pick up her collar because I don't keep her collar on at home. And uh, that's it. She's jumping on and off of the chair, ready to go out the door. <laughs> She's pawing at me as I'm actively petting her. Like I'm not petting her. <laughs> I'm not petting her sufficiently. Hawaii was great. I was snorkeling while you were trying to TikTok. <laughs> I literally get a t- out of the water. What do you mean this. trying to TikTok? You trying to say we did a great sucked? job. We did. <laughs> Don't be an asshole, Megan. I think we did a great you job. You did okay. You did okay. <laughs> we're not taking. Just okay. We're not going to take the training wheels off quite yet. I think we get at least a B. I at think least. above Go average. I'll give you a B. I'll give Maybe you a, not perfect, but above I'll average. You, I'll give you a B. <laughs> Damn it. Hey, anti-silenced phone, Martha. Oops. Sorry. You know, it's funny. She gives us shit for noise, but she's the last one to silence her phone every time. Mm-hmm. Well, I get yelled at if I silence it earlier because then I forget <laughs> to let Vonnie in. God um, damn. Were you doing the podcast earlier? <laughs> well, I was. couldn't hear it because it was over here. You know I'm going to be defense, here. In my defense, if she had an, it's Megan's an, a fault. fruit phone... I would have been able to tell that you were getting that you were texting, but because she refuses to get a fruit phone, I don't know how to work that shit. You know what? Fuck the fruit phones. <laughs> Sarah, book girl Sarah is Sarah Patreon? Sarah Canadian Canadian Sarah. No. Is she but, no. Anyway, book girl Sarah 
um, messaged those of us who do the reading rivalry challenges. Our, she's also known as our emo- emotional support Canadian. Yes. And they have like heated garages, right? Because it gets so cold up there. It was the feels like temperature today was negative 50 Celsius or Fahrenheit. Negative 50 Fahrenheit. Her water bottle froze in her car in her heated garage. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. It was and they still had school. She was so pissed. Wow. And what'd she say? Like fifty out of six hundred and fifty showed up for school or something like that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And her kids were among them. Yeah. Yeah, because she was kids walked. She's a teacher, right? Yeah, she's a teacher. She was not a happy camper today. <laughs> she was like, it feels like negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit and I'm in school. What is wrong with this picture? She is what? so nice, though, and converts it to Fahrenheit for us so we don't have to try to figure that shit out when it's in Celsius. <laughs> Somebody has to. I haven't. Bonnie's too far away. So My I guess breathing it's... has just not been normal for weeks. Oh, by the way, we content- We figured out that her watch is uh what because it's low right it's an oxygen oxygen but it's low what's sensor? the yeah what's your saying today uh it says 94 yeah that's low okay so then she went to the, finally went to the doctor and she was at 98 so that means when it was reading 92 she was at like 88 or 89 because it's reading low <coughs> yeah. so like if she's at a 98 or 97 right now and the watch is reading 94. When the watch was reading 92, she was actually like 80-something. No, she would have been higher. No, I would have been higher. Oh, you're right. Same, whatever. Yeah. No, I didn't die, so I'm fine. Ay, ay, ay. I'm definitely not 100%, so that's for damn sure. Uh, I don't have enough oxygen to my brain, so you guys will have to, you know, help me out. My favorite new TikTok is uh, Mr. Bones, and he's a little skeleton. And this lady does stop motion with him, and he builds stuff, and he sews stuff. Tim Burton would be You have to be pretty proud. pretty bored before you spend your time looking at that bullshit, Megan. No, it's awesome. I was looking at TikTok last night when I wasn't sleeping. Yeah, Fonny had stomach issues last night. Echo, you got me. Because I'm out of stomach pills. You know, sometimes I get complacent because my stomach pills work, so I'm like... Oh, well, if I'm not out, if I'm run out, it's not the end of the world. I'll just go this weekend. I won't worry about it. And then I'm out for due days and I'm like, oh my God, what the hell was I thinking? Because you forget. I sort of not. like people who for years are on their antidepressants and they go, I don't need those anymore. I feel great. And then they stop taking their antidepressants and they don't feel great. Yeah. Hmm. Seems like a gamble I wouldn't take. Nope, me neither. Well, you know, listen, Echo was sick and I had to take her to the vet, which meant another 520 bucks. Jesus. And I was trying to stretch my paycheck until I get paid next Friday, but it's not going to work. I'm going to have to go to the store. Because otherwise you're not going to sleep. Right. And it's going to get cold, so you better get out and get it. Better go tomorrow. See, I only park like two feet from the door, so it's not too bad. It takes me five minutes to get to my desk. Oh, no, it takes me like two and a half. And I took the elevator even this morning because I didn't want to trip over my cloak going up the stairs. Mm. (laughs) Her cloak. It sounds so, oh, yeah, well, I just didn't want to trip over my cloak. Well, I think the cloaks are like coming back in style, aren't they? I think I've seen them I don't know. Megan doesn't really pay attention to the fashions. (laughs) She's just like, fuck it, I'm wearing a cape. If Taylor Swift (laughs) has one... 
then um, there are a lot of green <laughs> ones running around now because of you know I feel like ever since you don't I'm gonna have- cut this out you know <laughs> drink <laughs> I just want to know how Martha's gonna cut her own coughing out I don't know I should have stayed home today and let you guys do it because we that would work. How would we get in here? Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we would come in here and be like, that's a lot of buttons. <laughs> I'm sure Megan would be like, ooh, it's a video game. <laughs> Let's see what this big red We'd one We'd be does. on the radio. We would have no idea. Oh, Martha would be so zooming fired. up here. <laughs> I'd be so fired. <laughs> Everybody would be coming in like gangbusters. Shit. Kind of like I'd be getting the- all kinds of texts. Do you know you're on the radio right now? <laughs> I'd be like... Did you just say fuck on the radio? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Atria Books sent a guy on the world cruise um, for a leg of it. And he's like doing like Atria Books book club type. And he's like reading their books on the cruise. Oh. But he's the highlight of the, the the world cruise TikTok because he is giving like honest reviews of stuff of the ship. (laughs) (laughs) and so he does like and he does um he instead of like sucks or whatever he'll just be like you should be on probation (laughs) you should be like in jail like straight to jail (laughs) like and so he's been just given like his honest review of the decor of the ship and like the music that plays and like yeah it's he's been quality of of content and he got an atria books paid for him to go oh that and, was nice that's awesome yeah and he's like reviewing their books and like talking about I their suppose books you could do all kinds of shit from from the ship you wouldn't need to yeah as long as they have good wi-fi yeah. which they seem to Just read forever on on board the ship well they're in drake's pass today and tomorrow and probably a couple days so there's probably not a lot of reading because there's probably a lot of throwing up happening yeah, this is this is the whole reason right here that I will never go on a cruise. Well, no, it's just the Drake's Pass. No, don't care. Never, it's, you're never going to do Arctic. it. No, nope. Antarctic. Well, Drake's, I think it's Antarctic. Arctic. Isn't it between Antarctica and in, Africa? Yes, right there. Yes. Not doing it. Or um, there South will be America, no cruises in this person's. I think you're right. I think it's Africa. Okay. Yeah, but it's like notoriously awful, like the waves and stuff. So I would guess he's probably not getting a lot of physical reading done because he's probably trying not to barf yakking over the side in a documentary that i watched they talk about like where the atlantic and the pacific ocean meet Mm. like it they don't just mingle together no and so there's always a lot of like waves and you can tell the difference in the water it's like really freaky yeah but I, I mean, if some, if um, if a publisher wants to send us on a cruise, then somebody else is going to have to represent because it ain't going to be me. <laughs> you just, you just let us know. I mean, I need to build up some vacation days before you uh, try to send us. But uh, trying to find, we some. should look and see if we've ever reviewed any of Atria's books and be I like, I know we have because um, um, Keith does Megan them all Rudloff the time. Is oh, like Megan. our Atria person. Yes. <laughs> Megan, I read a lot of Atria books. Megan. Megan, our friend, why are we not on the world cruise in the Drake's Pass right now recording this episode? Oh, I, th- <laughs> I, I think that uh, we would have to do a lot more Atria work before they We're besties. She follows us. We follow her. She's met Keith <laughs> Thanks in person. Thanks to Keith, yeah. Yeah, but if we were hobnobbing like with book celebrities, 
Well, there's no I book celebrities you... on the boat. Wow. Well, hmm. I mean, I would like to meet Listen, Mark. if this is going to be Mark. a dream, then I'm going to dream big. <laughs> I was going to say, get all the perks in there if you're dreaming it up. I think his name is Mark. I should I should follow him from the podcast page. All right. Any boats in your book? No, no Damn, boats. I'm striking out. In fact, it's almost just the opposite because it starts out in the desert. Oh, no. Oh, that's probably going to end badly for someone. <laughs> I don't know who yet, but somebody. I mean, it's my book, so, you know. There's somebody dying. So the book I read this week is called Shoot the Moon by Issa Arson. And this is historical fiction, obviously, but it's a little different than what I usually read. Uh, this is about a girl, lady, it goes through the um, expansion of her life, named Annie Fisk. Annie Fisk lives in Los Alamos, New Mexico, and her father is one of the scientists who work on the Trinity Project. Which one was that? The Manhattan Project. It's part of the Manhattan oh, Project. Oh, it's part of the Manhattan Project. But okay. I think Los Alamos, isn't that the town that they set up sp- specifically for yeah. the families? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought when I was reading it, but I was like, I could be it's wrong about that. The land of Oppenheimer? Yes. You know, I like Oppenheimer. It's about Annie growing up in the desert, and she was always extremely smart. But, of course, you know, back in this time, women aren't encouraged to go into mathematics or science or anything, and she always loved it. Her dad kind of suffered from depression from the sounds of it. I imagine part of it is probably because of the job that he did, and he dies when Annie is a teenager. Uh, This is pretty prevalent at the beginning of the book, so I'm not really giving anything away. Her and her mother kind of have a strained relationship, mainly because I don't think they understand each other, They're very different. She's very much like her dad, and her mom is almost completely opposite. But Annie grows up. I mean, she she grows up happy. It's not like she has a bad childhood or anything. She just tends to be a loner. She goes off to college, studies science and math. And, of course, there's not a lot of people in her social circle because of her choice of studies. Uh, but she does meet one woman who she becomes friends with. And it's kind of funny because this friend is kind of completely opposite from her. She's actually going to college for art, but she needed a science credit. And she happened to take astronomy while, when Annie was taking astronomy because her friend, and I can't remember what her friend's name is, but her friend thought that base was cool. So she thought it'd be a good thing to take. And then, of course, was a little over her head. And Annie kind of helped her through it. And they became friends and so on and so forth. And she goes on to work as a secretary for NASA during the Apollo mission. And when she's working as a secretary, she tends to correct errors that her boss has made in mathematical equations. Before she turns him in. Yeah, yeah. But unlike some some men of that era, when he finds out what she's been doing, instead of berating her, he encourages her 
to go for prom- a promotion and become a scientist who's working on it. Oh, look at him being progressive. I know. That was we pretty like, awesome. We like him. Wait, do we like him all the way through the book? We do like him all okay, the way good. through the book. Um, and I, I'm not going to go into too many details, but I was really, really liking this book. Um, you know, it was a lot of facts about NASA, about women of that time, some of the information from the Trinity Project, which I think is extremely interesting. And then it takes kind of a sci-fi turn. And I was not expecting it. It was not in any of the, whatchamacallit, that you read. It wasn't in any of the blurbs. I even went back and read the blurbs. I'm like, what the fuck (laughs) is going on? Because I was completely not expecting it. And I kind of had to knock it down a little bit in my ratings. Not that it was bad. Um... I think it was a way to link the time periods between her childhood and her adult life with the sci-fi twist it took. But I thought it was a good story without it. Mm. So I'm not quite sure why they focused so much on this twist. But but yeah, it was a really great book up until that point. Oh man. <laughs> and... Uh, I, I'm not sorry I read it, but I was disappointed. Very disappointed. Boo. You know, sometimes that's worse. I'm not mad. Disappointed. Disappointed. The, the real twist. question is, is Martha listening to any of this? I don't know no. if it would be weird enough it for wasn't. Martha. She was talking about her historical fiction turned sci-fi halfway through. What? There it she did. is. Yeah. She's back with us. <laughs> I don't Sorry. know if it would be weird enough for Martha. She likes things a little weird. If you like a historical fiction or just a fiction book, no. It, usually, if it takes if a little it takes bit place of a twist, in the past, then no, I'm out. I wasn't talking necessarily about you. I was just talking <laughs> about our listeners. Oh, I thought you were talking about you me. You know, you know how earlier she said when she leaves the room, she gets like surprise edits. I feel like she's gonna get a surprise edit on this podcast because she's not listening. I, 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 my brain is not getting enough oxygen. I'm just over here trying to remember what the fucking book was that I re- <laughs> was gonna review. Just trying to get she's, my thoughts together. She's trying to remember where she is, man. <laughs> I, I have no idea where I am right now. <laughs> But, I, I mean, I loved the main character. I oh, liked good. her. She was a loner. Um, she was smart. Um, she just, I don't know. I just, I really liked the character, and that's one of the reasons why it kind of was a letdown when that twist happened because I was like, God damn it. I was liking this book. What the hell? But a lot of people might not have that reaction I just, maybe if it was in the blurbs and I was expecting it, Mm. then it would be better. But it was just sprung upon me. It's kind of like when you text somebody and you're like, oh, send me a picture. And you get a picture. Or if you're reading along and you really love the book and all of a sudden it's a romance. Yeah. And Quit it has a really cheesy, cheesy ass ending you weren't expecting. I'm just saying it's the same thing where you're not it's expecting true. it. True. I mean, I would still give it probably a three and a half. Okay. Just because. A whole point and a half just for the sci-fi twist. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
star and a half, point and a half, whatever. Same thing. Yeah. I think I said points anyways. But yeah. Yeah. So um, it was a good read. Like I said, very strong main character. Really liked it. Just was a little let down by the turn that it took. You know, and and that's just the thing. Not everyone's going to like these major twists that they take. Because it wasn't even just like a little veer to the left. It was like... Like a hard left. It was like one of those interstate entrances that takes a full circle. And then yeah. you're on the flyaway. <laughs> over top of five lanes of traffic. But that again was called Shoot the Moon by Issa Arson. I'll just show myself out. <laughs> okay. Just make sure that keeps recording. Uh, all right, Keith, what do you have off your shelf this week? I'm like looking. No, I know it's on my shelf. I like went and looked because I was like, <laughs> shit, is this book on my shelf? Um, so the book we're, I'm reviewing this week is called The Stranger Diaries by Ellie Griffiths. Ooh, I like Ellie Griffiths. You've read this one. Have I? I can never remember the names of the ones I've read, but... I know. Okay, well, you'll know this one because I generally read a series by this author that I really enjoy called the Ruth Galloway series. Oh, yes. I believe this was supposed to be the first book in a new series, Um, but I, I don't know if any of the other books are out yet. So... This book is set in the UK because this is this is an author from overseas. And um, it's about an English teacher and she teaches like older kids, like 15 and 16 year olds. And she has um, she works in this school who that has like a connection to this author. And uh, the English teacher is very, very into this author and and their their name is rm holland so and we talk about this author in the book a lot so basically holland wrote this short story and it's kind of like a horror short story i guess and um it's very creepy and they didn't really write a whole lot else that was published anyway and so um our english teacher's name is claire and in the school she teaches like this person wrote like their books and like she has access to their study and all this stuff and it's like an older writer like in the 1800s i'm i'm guessing so throughout the book when you like start certain chapters there'll be a snippet of the short story Mm. and it goes in order so and then at the very end of the book, the entire short story is there for you to read in case like you didn't like the whole fact that it's like going in bits and bits and bits. Oh, that's kind of interesting. So it's almost like a mystery to be able to read the short story as well as the mystery that's in the book. Now, Claire has a friend and fellow teacher who is murdered very early in the book. And the person, the detective that comes to investigate the case, her name is Harbinder. So the book is told in big chunks, like not chapter by chapter, but in big chunks from three different points of view. From Claire's, who's the teacher who has the interest in Holland, uh, Harbinder, who is the uh, detective, the main detective on the case, and Georgie, who is Claire's teenage daughter. 
And basically, when they find this woman murdered, there is a pe- there's a line from the short story left with the body. Mm. And Claire is this very interesting woman and she she's very lit- like she's very li- uh, literary and she's actually trying to write a book about RM Holland. So she she's just very into this short story and she keeps a diary and she writes in it almost, almost every day. And then one day she's like her friend is murdered and she goes back to these events that took place like a few months ago because she's just thinking about her friend. And at the bottom of her entry is like written something like, hello, Claire. I'm learning so much about you. I don't even remember what it was, but it's like, hello, Claire. And it's not her writing. And she has so many diaries. I mean, she keeps them like in a bookcase or something. And so people, so it turns out that this friend of hers is not a one-off. Like people keep dying and she keeps finding these weird notes in her diaries as she goes it was really really interesting i I have to say i didn't like it as much as i like her series about ruth galloway i'm not sure exactly what it was it's not super quick moving i didn't guess the person who did it and i was pretty surprised by the way everything kind of turned out but it was really interesting to see it going along kind of with the short story because apparently whoever has done this knows about the short story and there's like a lot of elements in the short story that go along with the murders but it takes a while to it takes a little bit to figure out that that's what's going on i mean for the people involved you know pretty early on because you're reading the short story i liked it it was good it was not it's the kind of it's not like it's not a thriller i guess it's not like this page turning like oh my god things keep coming like ellie griffiths is a really um i would say character driven author so she fleshes out these characters a lot more than she deals with the like the aspects of the murders and things I don't know if if you understand what I mean by that, but yeah, I'm with you. She's very different from other like mystery authors, but I I enjoy her style a lot. Now, if you were going to read like one book by her, I would probably pick the other. Like I would read one of the Ruth Galloway ones just because I don't know what it's about, but I really like that character. I thought she was she is fleshed out a lot better. Than maybe these characters are, especially on the detective Harbender. I don't feel super, I don't feel anything really about her yet. And I think she is going to be the character that is in every one of the books Mm. going forward. Gotcha. Every time you say Harbender, I keep thinking Harbinger, like a Harbinger of doom. You know what? Every single time I read it, I was thinking that too, because it is definitely not, um, a name I'm really familiar with. Yeah. But she, but she she's Indian, and mm. I'm assuming that that is a common. Everyone seems to know. Like it doesn't seem like a really. Um, it's not that uh, strange name. It's not that unusual of a name, actually. Yeah. But, 
Thank you. Yeah. I just That's keep I just keep thinking I know you're not saying it, but I'm like, is there some kind of coded like meaning? Your brain kind of goes <laughs> <Yeah>. harbinger. <laughs> like Yeah, I I really like mysteries written by UK authors. I'm not sure why. Like they're very different than here. That's probably very one different. of the things That's about the, the thriller versus like the mystery yeah. aspect. You yeah. know what I mean? For sure. But and I mean I still I still gave it four stars. I probably would have given Ruth like a five star though. I feel bad that I'm like totally comparing it to the other books, but um I, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought the short story element was really fascinating. I was actually a little bit let down when I read the end of the short story. I didn't think it was all that I didn't think it was all that great. I was like, oh, this was a little bit of a letdown, which is probably why I wouldn't have given it four and a half or five. Because the um, short story should have been better. Yeah, I just, the ending wasn't, I don't know, it, it's touted so much throughout the book as this amazing short story and this really horrific short. And when it ended, I was just like, oh, is that all? <laughs> is, that, is that it? Fair. Oh. Because it really leads up like it's this crazy short story with all these things happening and you're like oh my god what is going on with the short story i mean if anything that was more the like you really wanted to get more of the short story and see how it interacted with what was going on in present time but again i mean i really liked it i would recommend it to somebody to anybody and that was the stranger diaries by ellie griffiths cool well, we're still in Christmas land for one more week of reviews. Oh, God, <laughs> Megan, really? Yes, because I, think I read it's still it. Still like Orthodox Christmas, right? Yeah. Has, and, the, has the epiphany happened yet? I'm still wearing no. my ugly Christmas sweater. And yeah. to be fair, we haven't had Christmas yet. Ah, that's right. Our book girl Christmas is happening tomorrow. Yes. So, so. I promise next week is not a Christmas book. Thank you. It's a hard left turn out of Christmas next week. Um, so this week I'm reviewing. The Xmas Holidays by Zoe Allison. And instead of like the letter X, it's like X, like E-X, like your X, because that's important. Um, <laughs> so that's important to know. All right. So we have our main character. Her name is Maya, and she is a successful accountant. And her and her longtime boyfriend just broke up. It's right before Christmas. This book is set in Scotland, which always just adds a little bit of fun to it. Um, and she is moving back home, and she goes to one of her friends' house because that friend is having some kind of, like, Christmas holiday party, and it's on her way out of town. So she stops by. Her whole life is, like, packed up in her car, and she's chatting with her friends and, you know, whatever. And then, like, the women at this party are just acting kind of weird. Like, oh, what do you want to order? What kind of drink do you want? Do you want, let, <clears throat> let us get you a drink. And they just keep being, like, really persistent about, like, you really need to get a drink. You re and she's like, what is? what are these women on? Like, what are they drinking that they're this persistent? <laughs> and then she gets the drink order, and I think she just orders, like, something non-alcoholic because she's got to drive. And out walks a mostly naked waiter. He is in, yeah, he's in just an apron. And okay, I'm paying attention. I thought you might be. <laughs> <laughs> and not like a full, like no top, like a bot, like a bottom half apron. Like, well. like a French maid apron. Mm -hmm. 
right? Hello. Yeah, so that's why the women are like, you got to get a drink so they can get the half naked, the mostly naked waiter out of the kitchen. Is it windy outside? Can we open the door? I, I, probably Scotland. It's probably Is there a fan involved, maybe? No, Flutter no fan. Damn. But the kicker is, as sexy man walks out the kitchen door carrying drinks and an apron that barely covers anything, um, this is Sam. This is Maya's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh, great. She's already seen it. <laughs> well, no, because they didn't get that far. They were, like, young. This is, oh. like, high school times. Hmm. Um, so out walks X thing flame Sam. So she panics and like runs to the bathroom because she's like, ah, I don't know what to do. Um, and so then she comes back to the kitchen. She goes in, she's talking to Sam and she's like, so hi. Like, does anybody in our town know that this is what you're doing right now? So, and he's like, uh, no, I'm just helping somebody out. So I needed some extra cash. And it's like, you can tell that this relationship did not end well. And she's kind of like really mad. Like she thinks, and this is not a spoiler because you kind of need context. She thinks that he got mad at her and then hooked up with her best friend is what like stood her up and then hooked up with her best friend. His side of the story is different. And she tells you both sides kind of as you're going. So, well, you hear a lot of, of bias side, but you kind of get both sides later on. Um, so I will say she's almost like mentions it too much. That would be my one criticism of the book is that you're like, okay, I get it. There's like obviously another side to this fucking breakup that you haven't told us yet. Like you don't have to keep reminding us that they had a bad breakup. <laughs> so that's my only kind of criticism. Uh, but Sam goes to go home. Maya goes to go home. Sam's car won't start. And Maya's like, well, I can't just leave him here. So she takes him home. He's still with her ex, her ex-best friend. So obviously when he got with her best friend, they were no longer best friends. Um, and her name is Kat. And it's fitting because she's a catty bitch. <laughs> and I can't stand her and you're not supposed to. Um, <laughs> but she is like super toxic, super controlling. And so basically every time Sam does anything, he has to like walk on eggshells because Kat will lose her goddamn mind. Um, and she's just the worst and you hate her and you're supposed to. So it goes well. Um, but Sam and Maya both used to work at a ski resort and he still works there. He's like an assistant manager or a manager. Like he has moved up the ranks. That's where he works. And it's like his passion. She is currently unemployed since she broke up with her boyfriend and her accounting company closed. And so she loved working at the ski resort, but her father is, and they are Indian. And so her father is very like, my daughters will be successful. You will be lawyers. You will be an accountant or you will be a doctor. Those are your choices. <laughs> Do not pass go. <laughs> Do not collect a hundred dollars. Uh, so she's freaking out because she's trying to figure out how to tell her dad that she doesn't actually want to be an accountant, that she like fucking hates it with fiery passion. So she goes to go to work at the ski resort and she's driving Sam to and from because Sam's car is still stuck at her friend's house. Uh, and which is just really irking cat to no end that, you know, Maya and Sam are hanging out. So it's causing like mega fights. And this is like a pattern like, they'll fight, they'll break up, they'll get back together, they'll fight, they'll break. Like, it's a bit of an ongoing cycle for, like, six years. They, I would definitely consider them, uh, them 
enemies uh, at the the most of the book, but they keep finding ways to like put them together. Like they all of a sudden start working on like a charity project together, and they start working at the resort together, and they kind of are their each other's like go to. And something's like gone bad, they call the other. And um, her dad, of course, thinks working at the ski resort is like the worst possible place in the world because that's just no ambition there. And her sister is like the perfect daughter. So we think. Her sister gives her shit all the time. She actually tried to hide the fact that she was working at the ski resort from her dad. And her sister was trying to deflect her dad and threw, her, threw Maya under the bus. She was like, well, guess what, dad? Maya's working at the fucking ski resort and not applying for jobs as an accountant. <laughs> and then Maya's like, God damn, my sister <laughs> like deflected and threw me under the bus. So there's a little bit of like that sister dynamic and then her and Sam. And if they're gonna, you know, become friends or still hate each other and then and then what Kat is gonna do or not do and her terrible bitchy self. Uh but overall it was super cute. And it didn't read super British. You know how sometimes when you read a book written in the UK you just can hear like the British accent in your head. I didn't get that feeling with this book. So I almost forgot that it was set in Scotland at times. I'd be like, oh, they're like in a ski resort in Montana or somewhere. And then I'd remember, oh, wait, no, it says mum instead of mom or, you know, whatever. Uh, but overall, I really enjoyed it. I gave it four stars. And you'll have to read to find out what happens to Sam and Maya. And that is The Xmas Holidays by Zoe Allison. Awesome. Cool. Okay. If I can remember about this book. Martha needs a reading journal because every time we go to record, I have my nice little reading journal. Martha has whatever random piece of paper she happens to find. I was reading a lot of good books (laughs) at the end of December. And of course, they're they're not going to count towards my best books of the year because they happened at the end of December and we'd already done our thing Mm -hmm. so there were a bunch of them that kind of got lost in the shuffle and when I went to choose a book last week I didn't choose this one because I kept thinking that I had already done it but Ah. I didn't anyway so you may remember I don't remember a couple years ago maybe I reviewed a different book by Angie Kim called Miracle Creek that I really liked well this one is called Happiness Falls by Angie Kim and it's it's really kind of an interesting story because it has a lot of different things going on in it for example there's there's a definite mystery going on at the very beginning the book of the book you know that something really bad has happened because the 14 year old brother of the main character Mia comes running down the road full speed he's not with his dad now Eugene who's the 14 year old has what they call Angelman syndrome and he's nonverbal and he's not normally very coordinated he doesn't run very well normally so the fact that he's hauling ass across the road totally freaks her out because he doesn't usually run like that so she knows something's terribly wrong well He was at the park with his dad. His dad's nowhere to be found. And Eugene nearly causes um, 
a car accident because he runs out in the road in front of a car. So the police come because they follow him. And in the meantime, the dad is just gone. They can't find him. So they're, the whole time they're trying to find the dad, but they can't really talk to Eugene because he's nonverbal. But as is the case with a lot of people who have syndromes like this, they, people treat them as if they're not smart. Mm-hmm. They're smart as a tack most of the time. So Sharp as a tack? Sharp, sharp as a tack. tack. Smart as a tech. Because techs are really smart. Techs they are. are super they hold smart. things yeah. really well. Yeah. I mean, and those damn pins have even <coughs> in our computers now. Mm-hmm. I know, it's right? True. <laughs> like viruses. <laughs> Freaking things. So you see a lot of that happening with the police because they're trying to talk to him and he, he can't express himself. One of the things I really liked about the book as a whole was that I learned so many different things about this syndrome. And it really shows the depth of the um, relationships between Eugene and his family and how things begin to change as the book goes on. When you find out that his dad, who had originally refused to work with a therapist to try to help Eugene, has been secretly working with this therapist to try to learn, teach Eugene how to communicate better. And the dad also has this, um, he's kind of been working on these ideas on something he calls the happiness quotient. So he talks a lot about what it takes for people to be happy. And at one point in the investigation, the uh, investigators kind of think he might have committed suicide because, you know, he taught, he's talking about these different scenarios of what will make people happy and unhappy and that sort of thing. They find his journal in the park and all of his notes about it and everything like that. It was a really super complex kind of novel. And I can see reading back over some of the comments and Goodreads that there were a lot of people that got very frustrated because it was, it was very dense. There was a lot of different stuff going on in it. But since I had already read Miracle Creek, I knew it was going to be good. I was ready for it to be really different. And I would say it was a little long in places, but, and some of the stuff about the happiness went on a little bit too much. And I think it could have maybe been cleaned up a little bit more to get rid of some of that dragging that happens where you're in the mystery and you're doing the mystery and you're trying to figure stuff out and then you're in this other section over here talking about somebody's thoughts for like a really long time before you get back to the mystery where you're trying to solve it. So it it did drag in a few places, but overall it was really excellent. Probably not as great as Miracle Creek, but I would still give it pretty high marks. Oh, did did I mention that they're Korean? I don't think it really matters. No, I don't think you did. It doesn't really matter. I mean, you do see a lot of, of cultural things involved in it as well. But, I mean, I, I acclimated to that fairly quickly, and it, it didn't really matter one way or the other as I was reading it. So There you go. Anyway, that was called Happiness Falls by Angie Kim. Very cool. I posted the other day my, that I've done two of our challenge prompts. 
Pull yeah. the prompts up so I can see them. So, I was going to ask you guys if you if um who was doing the reading challenge because you, do you know I've never done a reading challenge before. Neither have I. Oh, they're fun. So no, I did the one year, the one year when I did the llama thing. I was kind of well. Was that a reading challenge Not really. or was it? No, we were just trying to do a few things from. So we have read a work of fiction that is not a novel, a.k.a. short story play fan fiction. Nope. Um, a book with a purple cover because obviously our colors are purple. A book with a book on the cover. A book with <laughs> a girl on the cover. Do you see the pattern here? Is everyone following along? Yeah, following along. I read, I've done, I've read that. I've read a book with a girl on the cover. I finished it yesterday. I'm reading a book right now with a girl on the cover. See, there you go. Um, a 2024 release, which I haven't done yet. Um, a book you would recommend to any of the book girls. A book Vonnie would consider trauma porn. A book Keith would say makes your mother blush. A book Megan would fangirl over. A book Martha would love because it's weird. Is that a girl on the cover? Yes. Okay, I already read one with the girl on the cover. Woo! That was last year. No, it was last week. Oh, you're right, it was. Okay, you got one. Um, a book Pat would dust off, so, you know, 50-plus years or older. A um, BIPOC or LGBTQ plus author. What's BIPOC again? Um, black. Black, indigenous, indigenous person. Person of color. Person of color, yeah. Um, and then for a bonus, you could read five books total, one for each book girl. Does Korean make a person of color? Yep. Yes. Okay, so I got two. Martha's I got two. I thought you said you read that at the end of December. Oh! oh. That's right. You're right, You're I did. You did, so not there yet. Listen, I just read a weird-ass book, and I can't count that because I read it at the end of, <laughs> end of the year. <laughs> I have two. I have my fa the book I'd fangirl over and then a book with a girl on the cover so far. So we'll we'll make graphics. We'll use the same graphic. We'll edit where it says like maybe I'll make sure I put our each of our names at the end of our graphic. At the yeah, top. I was gonna say we're gonna have to do graphics for our progress too. Yeah, because yeah. I can't keep track of that. Well, no, shit. that's why I did the one today of mine because I was like, oh, I've done two. I should do one. And then I was like in the chat. I was like, hey, does anybody else want me to do this as I do? Yes, their... you can do so, it for me too. I'll, I got so a girl. I got a reckon... girl on the cover. Question. Okay. Technical yes. question. Technical question. For the one that you would recommend. Does one of the other book girls need to read it for it to count? No. No. Just you recommend it. Just one that you would say, Megan, oh my God, I saw this book or I read this book and like you have, I would say you have to read it. Okay. Yeah. No, we the don't. The one that you, you read last week? Yeah. The one that I told you I lost time. I already checked that out. Did you really? Yeah. I think you're going to like it. It's good. I, I mean, there's just, <laughs> just the escalation of the issues between these neighbors and since i think i checked it out that was the one that it's was called perfectly nice neighbors i think yeah yes. is what it's called yeah. yeah yeah it was i haven't had the chance to read it yet because this other book i was reading took yeah. me all fucking week and it was the most disappointing book i ever read oh i hate that uh, keith <laughs> have you crossed anything off the challenge see I have, but I don't know where I want to put them yet. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think I have four, though, hey, if I want to put good. them in the place. I was going to say, Martha and Keith is, is, are going to have this 
hashed out by February. I don't know, though, because it's going to be really hard for me to do a trauma porn. I was going to say it's going to be hard for me to do it. I don't have, I'm going to have to break my book buying ban to read a book that's 50 plus older. I'm going to have to get something from the library. I was going to say library. I was going to say, you don't have to buy it, just library. Yeah. I'm going to have to think of a 50 plus book that I haven't read. Like a classic that a cla- I have Yeah, a classic. I'm gonna have or to throw a-, a dart at the board of 50 years I'm gonna ago. I'm going to need Pat to go ahead and cross off her recommendation list so that I can <laughs> read a 50-year-plus well, what older. Would, how old? Well, what? 50 years ago would be, what, 1950? Well, no. Dude, I'm... <laughs> I was 1974. In, I was born in 1965, and I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll be 59. I'm going to be 50 so ni- this year, so, so 1974. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not terrible. Like, 74, that's not bad at that's all. That's not bad so at all. There's so so a lot of classic sci-fi I could go to for yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. 1974 and beyond, and back for Pat's challenge, part of the challenge. <laughs> So that's not We're going to go from 1974 to 2024. I know we kind of no, bookended that pretty well on accident, we did. actually. We did. Actually. <laughs> There's no future books in there? What the fuck? Well, it, they, we said read a weird book. Yeah, but not everyone's going to have oh, yeah. pre-releases. Like, No, I'm talking about books that take place in the oh. future. Oh. No, but that goes under your weird book. 2120, yeah. I, I say, believe. Is this, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like right. you. I am weird. So, I mean, so the book girls are working away. So we'll keep you posted as as the weeks go. We'll we'll update graphics and I'll add our names to the graphics. So you don't have to try to read the caption every time to know whose it is. As if you'd need <laughs> to know who it is. Well, Come no, on. because yeah. Oh, because, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll use and I'll use a different like stamp so that they're different. Stamp. Yep. Okay. So, but I'll work on that. But I did that today because I was like, oh, I did two of these. I could, I said, oh, we should post that and talk about it. It's going to be like the Monopoly board. We're each going to have our own piece. Yes. I get the battleship. I get the shoe. You get whatever book search graphic Canva decides to give me that day. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one I think looks the best. If I die in my sleep in the next few days, I love you guys. You're Jesus. You are ridiculous. Drama, I mean, the drama queen is not going to count as the drama porn. Trauma, not drama porn. Trauma, trauma. <laughs> I, am having some, I'm ha- I am having trauma. I'm having chest trauma. Well. Are you reading that chest trauma? No. Mm. Well, then it doesn't count. Yeah, it I'm, doesn't I'm count. saying it and to you guys. So <laughs> does that continue? No, no, it doesn't Mm-mm. count. It doesn't count. Let me write that down so that you can write read it Write that back. bitch down and then you can read write it. Write it down. But yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted. You keep us posted. Tell us in the comments of those posts what or in the squad page how you're coming. Somebody, keep us on track. We'll keep you on track. Somebody had met. Let me look and see. Someone had said they had three. To, they didn't tell me what three they had done, but somebody replied to our. They did? Our, our Yeah. Sorry, I got distracted. Leo posted. Uh. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bonnie. Hey, I pulled up our thing and I got distracted. It's a Sarah. I don't know if it's Canada, Sarah. Canada. 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 Is there a quilt in there? So she says she has th- <laughs> has three done. All right. Well, if I uh, if I make it through another week. 
Oh, quit being so goddamn dramatic. <laughs> You'll be all right. Uh, Did I tell you guys about the TikTok I found that had um, uh, good comeback lines? And everybody can find us on TikTok, FYI. I was looking around probably at 1030 at night when I should have been sleeping. And I found one on comeback lines. And some of them were cheesy and stupid. But there was a couple that I loved. One of them was, you are the human equivalent of period cramps. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell me, don't you know people like that? It's like, yes, I totally so could have used that. Yeah. And another one was, I don't have the time or crayons to explain this to you. <laughs> the crayons. I don't have the crayons to I Don't have the it. crayons. <laughs> I just, those two made me laugh out loud. And I love it when something well, if, like that. And if they're a marine and you had the crayons, they would eat them. Do marines eat crayons? It's like a running joke. Yes. <laughs> Whose <laughs> joke? I would not be making jokes about marines no, if I was you. It, okay. You're going to get your ass no, kicked. No, it's a Booyah. thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. If you have military friends, okay. it's a thing. Megan's going to walk out before us? Yeah, I was going to say, don't walk with Megan because no, it's she's a got thing. marines going to kick her ass I have ass marine right cousins. Now. It's a thing. It's a thing. And you don't think they'd kick your ass in an alley? No, for sure he would. Absolutely he would. If he had. He's going to say, hold my crayon. I got something I got to take the, care you've of. You've not seen the video <laughs> of like a little kid eating the crayon and then their parents are like, you're not a marine. Give me that. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's a thing. I haven't. You've got to get on the, the military side of TikTok every once in a while. Your but dog we, loves me. She thinks you know, I'm awesome. But we, we do love our Marines, even if they're, you know, of course. eating crayons. I mean, they keep us safe. That One of my friends I went to high school with is a Navy SEAL. And That's pretty cool. Yeah. I always know when shit's going down because he deactivates all of his social media. I'll be like, where? Where'd he go? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. And then... Bob's off TikTok. Yeah. We better hit the shel- the shelters. Yeah, we gotta go. We were another guy from high school and I we were talking about vacationing and going places and I said something about like, Oh, I'd love to see Russia, but like if we went, our our friend from our friend would have to come like rescue us. And I don't know if he'd appreciate that. And I don't want the ass chewing all yeah. the way back that we would get if he had to come get us as the like maybe seal us out of Russia. I would like to see Russia. I think Russia would be is a very beautiful place, but yeah, with the politics. Yeah, no. It's no. But it, but my up. friend Tom was like, oh yeah, he would rip our ass all the fucking way home. He'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, After some he saved your ass, ass. are fun, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends on depends on what kind of uh, well it depends. It, it, uh, he can chew my ass all he wants if he's just wearing that apron. <laughs> Okay, that's going to do it for Three Book Girls. If you made it this far, you are truly bookish. So go to Facebook and join your fellow book lovers on the Three Book Girls squad. Follow Three Book Girls on socials and be on the lookout for their next live event. Proud of their lack of shelf control, Three Book Girls is a Steel Trap production.